Hi there, my name is Miriam, and I'm the host of the motivational Miriam Talks podcast. By day, I work as a quantitative analyst for a financial institution. For the longest, I've always enjoyed uplifting people, especially when they were down. I decided to create this podcast so that I can inspire and motivate people to live their life to the fullest without any regrets. Every week, I talk about subjects that will either teach you something or motivate you to do something. Welcome to my podcast. It is a pleasure to have you here. This is episode 7. On today's episode, we are talking about job search rejection and job search depression. I chose this topic because I know that Currently, there are so many people that are still trying to find an internship or even a job. And unfortunately, some of you may be depressed at this time. So I really wanted to share with you my story and give you a few tips if you're trying to cope with job search depression. All right, so let's not waste any time. Let's get into it. So in 2019, I started my internship. Since I was coming from a finance background, I had to find a way for me to break into data science. And even though my master's degree was in uh, quantitative analysis, I still felt like I wanted to find a way for me to gain some work experience so that I I would look more attractive to employers, right? So that's how in uh, January, I started my internship. So everything was going well, right? I was gaining some experience. I was working on models and really I was learning a lot. Now, around the end of July and early August, that is a time where people who have done summer internship, they start to receive their return full-time offers. Honestly, at this time, I wasn't really feeling bad about it because I knew from the start that with this opportunity, there were not going to be some, let's say, return offers. And so I was using this internship as a stepping stone in order for me to get the job that I wanted, right? So during that entire summer internship for me, I was everywhere. You guys, after work, I would go to networking events. You know, sometimes I'll get there at 7 p.m. And uh, by the time it's over, I'll get home even around 10 p.m. So I was all the time like uh, trying to meet new people. I was also doing a lot of uh, coffee chat. I was doing a lot of phone chat. So anything that would help me get to know more people in the industry, I was doing that because I knew that if I was doing the, these things, it would be easier for me to get a job, right? In end of July, I started I was applying for full-time jobs, but I wasn't actively looking. I was just applying. But uh, around mid-August, this is the time I really started to apply for full-time job. So I was applying and I was applying. Now, unfortunately for me, I was getting rejected a lot of times. And this is where things started to go bad for me. I really thought that having this internship experience would allow me to easily land interviews or even job offers, but that wasn't the case because unfortunately, there were times where I would apply for a job today and then by the next day, I would get rejected. So those who are international students, we understand what that means. Basically, those are companies who do not want to sponsor us, right? So we all know, come on, 
how can you review my application within a day and tell me unfortunately we have decided to move with other candidate who fits more what we're looking for come on i quickly understand that some companies were just not willing to sponsor me i remember this phone interview i had with hr for a big company so we talked honestly i feel like the interview went super well but at the end of the interview she asked me the question would you require a sponsorship now or in the future so i explained to her how for the first three years i would not however a reaction to my answer made me quickly realize that it was over for me because she said something like this oh well i'm not sure if my company is okay with that i probably will have to talk with my manager and when i hear this type of answer i know that it's over for me and unfortunately this happened to me too many times i think this is super painful because when you realize that you do have the experience like the resume it's good but the only issue why people do not want to hire you is because you are an international student. Now, for those of you who are thinking like, what does that mean, you know, to need sponsorship? Well, basically in the US, as an F1 visa holder, when you finish your degree, you only have one to three years of work permit. And that depends on the degree you do, whether it's, it's a STEM degree, or non-STEM. For STEM degree, you have the one year, but you can apply for an extension that will give you two additional years. And so for me, it was the case. So even though I would tell HR every time, like, you know what, I can work for this many years, they will still like, they will still won't be willing to, you know, to hire me or to even continue the conversation. And I think it's because no company wants to invest in you and have to let you go at the end of the three years right and so that's why they were like oh i'm not sure let me talk to my manager about it you know i have to be honest with you guys in 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 class some of my classmates they were having their return offers and it was really great and then me i was thinking wow after just three months they, they were able to land a return offer you know and me i've been interning for like seven months now and I still can't get an offer. So it was definitely hard for me to face all of this. And, and especially, you know, working hard during the semester, going to school, going, you know, internship, on-campus job. Everything was just a lot for me. I remember during this time when I go on LinkedIn and I would see the I'm happy to announce post. So basically on LinkedIn, when people land jobs or internship, they write a post about, you know, the company that they're joining. And... At that current time, it was really hard for me to read all of these posts, at least to see them. For me, sometimes it did not do what it's supposed to do because I would look at those success stories and think like, wow, I'm not good enough. People are able to land jobs at those big corporations and me, I am just getting rejected every day, you know? And it was just hard. It was really hard. So... I think there were times I would not even go on LinkedIn because I could not even handle this. It was just too much for me because I didn't want to feel jealous of other people's success. But it was really hard because I knew that I had a good resume or I had good experience. I had a good GPA, but I still couldn't land any job. And so this is really why I wanted to talk with you today. I think if you are going through this right now, 
I want you to understand that it is totally fine. You know, we are all, we all went through the same thing, but I don't want you to stay in that situation for too long. You know, it's okay to, to express your feelings, whether it is through crying, but don't cry every day. you like, pick a day, cry, cry your eyes out, cry on as much as you want. But after you're done crying, I want you to get back in the game. At least that's what I did for me. Like I would cry about how I couldn't get a job and how I may have to leave the country if I cannot get a job. And honestly, there was a time where I was thinking about not doing anything because I couldn't understand how I was doing everything. I was networking, I was applying for jobs, I was uh, working on my skills, and yet I could not land any job. But again, after I was on crying, I would go back and keep applying. <laughs> so today I really wanted to share with you a couple of tips that can help you cope with a job search uh, rejection and depression. Tip number one, I want you to know that what was meant for you will never miss you and what misses you was never meant for you. So I know you probably heard this before, but it is the truth. I think when we are going through this uh, process, because it's a process, you know, this rejection, it is a process, we start to feel less than. We start to feel like it's not going to work. So I want you to know that every time you have missed an opportunity, it was never meant for you. We have to try to look at rejection as a redirection. So basically, if I if I don't get it, it it's because I, there's something else that I'm supposed to get. So I'm just getting re- redirected. It's not really a rejection. And I know it is easy said and done, but trust me, if you uh if you believe in some let's say some power, I know for me it's God, then try to work on your faith, try to be more faithful in your God and believe that God has your best interest in mind. So no matter what, you know that he or God is going to take care of you. So God will not let you down. And so have that in your mind as you go through that process. And I know when it comes to faith, it's not easy because again, you can have the faith today and tomorrow you'll, you'll feel low again, but it's fine. Just practice yourself into believing that God will be there for you no matter what. And then whatever happened was meant to happen. Tip number two, I want you to also ask feedback from the HR people. I know some people don't do that, but me, I've done that. So let's say you get into the final round interview and you don't get the offer. Think think your, think your the people that you talk with and then ask that HR uh, person, hey, you know, what can I do in order for me to do good the next time, you know? And then sometimes they may respond to you, sometimes they can't, but it's always worth trying. I remember I was applying for this internship in 2018 and then I didn't get a job, but I did have a good experience with the HR lady. So after she announced me that, oh, you, you know, Maren, we have decided to tell someone else. I was like, okay, thank you so much for letting me know. Then I asked her, what could I have done today so that I, I would have been a better fit for this position? 
And then she told me, actually, Miriam, you honestly did a good job. But the only reason why we picked the other applicant is because that person has a better background that was more aligned with what we were looking for. And then she was like, but, but let me know, ma'am, if you want me, I can pass your resume to other departments. So as you guys can see, I didn't land the job, but I was able to get some insight. And again, imagine if I was sitting here and crying because I did not get a job. And all, it wasn't, it, it was not even my fault. It was just because someone else was actually more um, aligned with the role. So always ask people for feedback because that can help you improve over time. Trust me. Tip number three, you all, you should always try to do self-reflection every time you go through some interview process or even when you apply for a job, you need to always try to ask yourself why something didn't work out. So I have a few questions that you can use when you're trying to do your self-reflection. One, ask yourself, is this my fault? Like really ask yourself, is this my fault? Number two, ask yourself, was I lacking any skills? And this question will help you in terms of gaining those skills that you didn't have for this particular role for next time. So once you realize that you didn't get a job because of some skills that you don't possess, then it is your job to make sure that for the next interview, you have those skills. Don't waste any time. Do not wait for the next interview. Start today. The third question you have to ask yourself, is my resume good enough? So let's say you are applying for a job, but you're not getting those job interviews. Then more than likely something is wrong with your resume. So then you have to figure out what can I do to make my resume stand out? Because you guys know HR people, usually they spend around seven to eight seconds on a given resume. So you need to make sure that your resume really stands out. So maybe, maybe you're not using enough action verbs. Maybe you're not using enough numbers to quantify your success. So See who can help you with that problem, whether you have to pay someone to work on your resume, whether you have to use your career service to help you with your resume, anything, but basically make sure that you are spending enough time on your resume to make it stand out in a crowd of thousand others' resume. Fourth question, ask yourself this, are my interview skills good enough? I mean, for me, I used to suck at job interviews. You guys, I used to suck big time. Like, I remember one interview where I went there and then I was asked a question, actually a few questions, and then I would say something like this. Can I have more time? You know, oh, I'm sorry, you know. Can I have more time to think about this question? And you guys, I was actually trying to make up an answer because I didn't know what to say, you know. And... That really shows how I used to struggle a lot when it comes to interviewing. But you need to understand that interviewing, it is a skill. And any skill can be learned. So if you are having struggles to answer those questions because you are not spending enough time to prepare for those interviews, well, I can pin you in the right direction. This is what I used to do. On my way back from my internship, I would pick two questions and then try to answer as if I was 
in a job interview that helps me a lot because every day imagine i'll pick the question so I was actually preparing for my interviews before I even got them. I want you to know that you need to prepare for the opportunity. Don't wait for the opportunity to come. Make sure that when the opportunity knocks at your door, you are ready and you are prepared to get it. Tip number four, take a break. You guys, I can't stress enough on this because when you are trying to get a job, you apply every day. Every day you are thinking about this job and I think it can become so overwhelming. So this is why sometimes you need to take a break. Remember, you have to remember that your mental health matters. Self-care is, is crucial. I can't even stress enough on, on, on this topic. So sometimes take a break, go out with your friends, have some good time, Take some day offs, right? Where you just don't think about job offers or, you know, of job interviews. Just focus on yourself and your well-being. Because if you're not well, more than likely, you will not be able to do a good job at those interviews. And so you want to make sure that you have a good mindset as you are applying for those jobs. Tip number five, change your strategy. I've seen people who are just applying every day, applying online every day. Well, this is good, right? But if you realize that it's not helping you a lot, then maybe try to diversify your strategy. Maybe use LinkedIn. Maybe uh, do more networking, attend events. I mean, do things that will help you get exposure to help you get a job. So don't don't just do one thing because sometimes having all your eggs in one basket it doesn't do you do good you know so it's really good to have like to try different things that can ultimately help you land that job offer tip number six be patient be patient and i know that is the hardest thing ever i think any human being we all are impatient you know we want things that we want at the time we want it and this it's not easy especially when you are going through job interviews and job search but i'm saying that because some companies have longer processes like some companies it may take them like three months to process your resume so maybe while you are sitting here and crying they actually haven't gotten to your application yet so they they don't even know who you are yet and you're thinking that it's over why it's not over so just remember that you have to be patient apply for multiple jobs so that you don't have to wait for one specific company to reply to you really be patient and i i don't know what what else to say be patient and then keep applying i think um this is all the tips i have you know just in summary tip number one you have to know that what's meant for you will get to you tip number two Ask for feedback from HR professional. Number three, do some self-reflection. Number four, take a break. Number five, change your strategy. And number six, be patient. I truly hope that these tips will help you cope with your job search rejection and job search depression. If you think that this episode can help someone who is going through this difficult times then make sure to share it with that person and um if you like this episode feel free to rate my f my podcast and you guys as always it was my pleasure to talk with you about this topic and i hope it truly helps you out there good luck to your job interviews and you will get that job 
I promise you will. So until next time, you take up yourself and you stay motivated. I will talk to you guys next week. Bye guys.